Well, we say it doesn't matter for at least a good ten minutes. So speaking of not mattering, welcome uh, to the Average Adventuring Party podcast. Where the party may be average, but their adventures are not. No snarky comments. Look at us. We respect you, GM. And growing. That's a joke because I don't even respect myself. But if you don't respect yourself, then how will other people respect you? I don't expect them to. Well, then you're a piece of shit. <laughs> and that's the crux of the issue. Well, we've solved all my problems. Good night, folks. Does that, does that mean I'm a piece of shit? <laughs> I think, therefore, I'm a shit. I think, therefore, I shit. And on that note, good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. I'll we're, see my. I'll see myself out. We're we're gonna see how many awkward pauses we can fill this one up. I'm gonna make some very, very, very sensual noises against my microphone. <laughs> this is going to be some ASMR. Oh God! Put it away. This is now. Uh, this is now wet mouth sounds ASMR. I just had myself a. Wintergreen Lifesaver Mint, and uh, my mouth is nice and hydrated. Hey, babe. That, that's a good mint. Babe, do you ever want to have sex again? Oh, Wait. look at that. No more <laughs> ASMR. We are now the loud sports broadcasting. <laughs> Goal! Unfortunately, I don't have anything to threaten you with. <laughs> Mike, do you ever want to have sex again? <laughs> we will tattle to your wife. We'll make it so you can't. <laughs> we'll make it so that's all you do. You won't have time to game. Hmm. <laughs> that's one of those, like, would you rather? It's like, mm. There you go. There's our first Twitter poll. Would you rather be permanently exhausted from sex and never be able to game again or actually have free time? What is free time you speak of? I don't know. One day we'll <laughs> what, get... In that, hold on. In that, like... Polar opposite. <laughs> one one day we'll get free time, and I'll let you know. So uh, so what happened last time, you guys? Some asshole in a in a robe with a big sword that's made out of bones. Not the sword. The dude uh, came and after uh, after we left the compound and insisted on on getting his ass kicked in a duel. I was just gonna say a holy man died. <laughs> yeah, he really got boned. <laughs> You're welcome. She really put yet it an, in that one. Yet another, and he uh, he was bringing back dead bodies, including Sir uh, Rincewind, the No Blade. Didn't you steal his sword? Bony dude's sword. Yes, I stole the bony dude's sword. Mm-hmm. I think I also stole Rincewind's sword too. Yeah. Yeah, I took his shit. That's right. Yeah, Loot you, the bodies. Loot the bodies. You here first, guys. <laughs> no, you got you got all of his equipment uh, that wasn't his sword or armor. Oh, that's right. That's right. You you hear, heard it here first, guys. Galrian loves the swords. I mean, he's he's a sword guy. You know how there's like horse girls. He's a he's a sword guy. Nope. No, <laughs> I'm not touching that one. <laughs> So yeah, let's uh, let's pick up there. You guys had moved a grand total of about, I don't know, fifty feet away from from where you started. All right, and Galdrin picks up the sword and 
It's this it's like a two-headed sword? Yes. Yeah, it's a uh, it looks like a very finely wrought, but also extremely old and pitted two-handed greatsword. Am I getting any sort of like magic out of this thing? Oh yeah. I'm doing have to roll for it. Make a con save. <laughs> um so Godwin's more of a one-handed sword kind of guy. Um, he's going to look at it and say, uh, Riss, what do you think we should do with this? Hmm. Well. Got any uh, any chambers we can just throw this in and lock it away? I have to say, as legal counsel, that I would not have any chambers or any connections mm, to people okay. who would make use of those. Um, so, so Jola, while they're talking about that, uh, every time Galdrian holds that sword up, uh, all you are getting are just horribly terrible evil vibes off of it. I was thinking take this to the edge of Hycosia and just throw it off. Yeah, that way you can cut a halfling child in half. No, no, the edge. There's no one. There's no. There should not be any halfling children walking Ta- around the desert. You hear Talon go, but that make it a, make them a quarterling. Can Can I make a suggestion? Yes, yes, by all means. Maybe take it somewhere to you know, undo the evilness around it. Hmm. Yes. Uh, do you have anywhere in mind? Would I know some? Yes, up her butt and around the corner. I don't think it'll fit. Hey, Galdrian, make a wisdom save. What? You, you don't get to tell me to make those. Oh, hold on, everybody. I'm shifting my GM notes over to Stefan. You said evil sword, so. Um, yeah, you know. He's not going to try to use it. He's going to try to destroy you it. You don't have to use it. You know a fair number of people who are uh, both enchanters and disenchanters. Yeah, so let's go. All right, uh... I would suggest, you know, being very careful with it, though. They're, they're nowhere near here, though. Hmm. Oh, oh, great. Another long walk. Um, honestly, as far as duels go, you could leave it right here. No. I know, but I don't want him coming back. That was annoying. Well, and what if it falls in the hands of the wrong person? It's true. What if some halfling child comes over and picks it up? First of all, he'd be a really strong child. But second of all, you know, he could get in trouble. We could still outrun Cree, him. It's Cree fine. says, uh, hey, can I see that sword real quick? Oh, you might sure, be careful. I'm, I'm not entirely invested in you yet. In you yet. And she uh, she reaches over and grabs it, and she kind of picks it up, and it's uh, bigger than she is. And she swing, swing. Ooh, I am possessed by the vengeful spirit of that bony guy over there. <laughs> I mean, you're joking, but I am pretty sure that that's his, that's some sort of evil magic emanating from it. Oh, ick. And she just, like, drops it, and it sticks in the ground. Well, we had it here first. Cat girl with a sword. Oh. Uh, so, Galdrian's going to pull out that sheet of paper that has all the duels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's going to look and see if that one has been filled in yet. Yes. There is now a line for uh, Tessa Duel, the Death Knight, versus you. And you are marked as the winner. Does it actually have my name on there now? Uh, yes. It, it had your name previously. Okay. It just, the names of all the upcoming duelists are question marks. 
So, um, Tessa Duel, the, the Death Knight, is my latest challenger. Uh, More like Tessa Dead, am I right? Mm. <laughs> I give he, that like a two out of five. <laughs> he's going to come back. Um, but I did defeat him in the duel, so I suppose all's well that ends well. However, uh, you see how many names, well, how many spaces are on this list, and Galdrian shows it to Riss. Yeah, there's over a hundred. And do you see who is commissioning them? Yes. Yes. You must have done something to really piss him off. I don't, I've never even met the man. That you know of. You did ask now, for the now true let name. Me, let me ask something. <coughs> can I ask something? I mean, you can ask anything. Did anyone else pay any attention to what the fuck that guy said? Yes, a bit about son, son, daughter. Uh, and the being back. I mean, I you think don't. The being back was pretty self evident. Like Scully and dead and bringing back his friends. That, that makes sense to me. So, what I'm curious about is the whole son, son, daughter thing. I mean,. Riss, do you know your parents? Of course. They're pixies, right? Yes. Um, my suggestion is we wait around till the next fucker comes by. You duel him. But maybe we beat the shit out of him and, and maybe he'll have an answer. I really tried to do that with Rinse Win the Blade. I want people to understand. First, I... I can't remember if first I pantsed him or if first I punched him. But... No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, you look at this list, and this person, and this person, and this person. We don't know who they are yet, but we know who commissioned them. Meaning, they might have more information. So, you go around looking for the next fuckhead that's going to come by, and you beat the shit out of him until he tells you an answer. It's genius. So maybe... Maybe they can be like the genie and not be to the death. I mean, all of these, if I'm not mistaken, say to the death. Do they all say to the death? No. No. But that's typically... Yeah. I mean, there is usually... Uh, if it's not to the death, there is a, uh, a resolution point yeah. in mind. Yeah. Uh, is Rincewind's body still in the ground? the ground or did it dissolve uh so all of the bodies with the exception of tessadul have crumbled away into ash and blown away all right i was going to see if i could just take his skull i mean there's it like his helmet is there and when you open it up there's nothing underneath the helmet okay i'll take the helmet as a little keepsake yes uh tessadul's helmet certainly has a horrible rotting horse mane on it. So, so as much as this hurts me to say, I, I do kind of agree with Riss that maybe next time we should not kill the guy well, I, that comes I didn't to attack want to kill you. The first one. And let's let's you know find a way to bound him to ask questions. I so I think we go to the nearest square and just stand there. No, no, have him get up there and be like. Who's the next contestant? Right? No, Just because that could, no, because that could make anybody come up there rather than somebody that 
Wait, wait, but I think he's got a point. But what if I just put on a performance instead? It always comes back to that with you, doesn't it? He's a bard. What did you expect? Galdrian takes his lute and (laughs) holds it up and strums it. Actually, uh, I need to... We I need should to probably speak. get rested up and uh, recovered. For I was going to say, can we, we should like rest, but also and eat and yes, yes, for... yes. We need to eat, but also I need to set up a meeting with uh, House Tabakunan. Uh, Leonire may be my best chance of of flushing out whoever is. Oh, he's not here, or rather, his connections may be. I mean. Cree pulls out a, a cigar and lights it. I mean, sure. I don't know. What, but, uh, you know, he's not here. What would you suggest then? I'm along for the for the ride at this point. Mm. Um, Slow news day. I've, you know, just reporting on celebrities and their, their uh, mishaps, not very... Fun. Pays the bills. Sounds kind of vapid. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while since I've gotten a, a, a good a good story. So, you know, I, I'm uh, what you you might call a, after after that bit. You know, I'm I'm more of a neutral third party observer, as it were. Right. Let's see. Blood sucking press. Yes. Better than being a blood-sucking lawyer. So, <laughs> so how far away from the town is in a disenchanter that I know? Um, you probably know a bunch of back-alley enchanters who do things like break magical manacles and things like that. So they're far away from... They're, they're in the slums, more or less. Riss probably knows some, but he's not one to be breaking an evil sword. Like, it's just not... His wait, 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 wait a second, wait a second. I think we're going about this all wrong. And he's, Galdrin's looking at the helmet, and he... Are any of the guards nearby? Oh, yeah, there's two two uh, compound guards just standing over there at the gate, kind of watching this whole thing uh, go down. Excuse me, do... Uh, excuse me. Uh, yes, uh, hello, um, guards. One of them kind of gives you a nod. Um... Could you please do me a favor and and uh, and Galdrin is looking at the helmet. And says, "Could you please chuck this in some sort of animal trough?" One of the guards looks at you, looks at the helmet. I'm sorry, sir. We don't do requests. Please. I'm sure if you visit one of our our fabulous uh, magical item stores. Uh, they would be more than happy to assist you with those remains. Hmm. Well, where's the closest one? I'm glad you asked. And he reaches in his pocket and pulls out a card and goes, <laughs> uh, magic items, and speaks into it, and then just hands you the card, which starts to fill itself in with addresses. Anything close by? No. <sighs> right. I suppose we're going and... So, so Riss, how about a, a ride? Honey, you couldn't afford me. I don't mean that type of ride. 
<laughs> nice try, though. Um, and to what extent? Well, for one thing, wouldn't it be a write-off because you're working with a client? Well, potentially, but... So, tax-free? I want to make sure so, this fucker on. doesn't come back. Why? Okay, to get us to no, no. the middle of the square of town. I get that. Because You're saying you don't want him to come back. Yes. But one, we killed him once already. So it I'm was not, very annoying. I'm not too concerned about that, but two, this fucker was the one that said, Son, son, daughter. Meaning he may have more information. So, you keep the helmet... Fucker comes back, we beat the shit out of him, and now we don't have to chase him down and wait for him to show up. You don't pay attention, do you? If we don't kill him hard again. The the helmet, helmet was not his. The sword is his. We still have the sword, but the point remains the same. Miss, I'm gonna correct it. Actually, I'm not sure which one he comes out of. It is the helmet. You're not getting anything out of the helmet. Oh, well, in that case, Galgan just punts the helmet. <laughs> So, oh, I'm back! Yeah, a, co- a couple of kids like start kicking the helmet down the street. There you go. Have fun with that, kids. Uh, but, no, my, my point remains. Why, why would we bust the one tool that we know is guaranteed, or most likely, going to bring back the one guy who has any answers? Because I don't think we can frighten him into, uh, into divulging any secrets. It doesn't have to be frightened. I mean, she's annoying enough. She can probably make him talk just by, you know, talking to him. I mean, you can sometimes get under people's skin that way. I don't know about Death Knights. I've never seen one here. No, you have. But, I mean, really, think about it. He comes back, and whether we can intimidate him or not, we got arms over there. She can rip off his arms and legs, and now we have a bloody stump. Right. Well, you might also be able to sell the sword. So you are suggesting we sit right here and just wait and no, see? No, 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 no. We continue with the plan to find the next guy, see if he has answers, and then... So if... back to my whole, will you get us a ride? Well, you were saying that you wanted to do something about the sword. But I meant get us a ride back to town. I can't do anything about the sword until I get to the place, and it's like way outside of town. Can you at least we're, get we're us to town? We're in the middle of town right now. Lord, Lord, no, we're not. We're Lord right outside the compound. compound. Yeah, there, there's the compound on one side of you and about and 200 feet that way. My offices are just down the road. Like, I thought it was further. Your, your offices are like... I, I know. Miles. I, I know. For you, it's fine because you can just fly. I, I know. Like I said, I point that way. I'm like, My offices are just down the road. When, when you say that, Cree, like... <laughs> nope. Yeah, right down the road. Oh look, uh, let's let's just well let's so, go ahead and get that rust that that uh, Jola was talking about. Hey, uh, hey, bracers, and she points at Sina. Yes, the one. Uh, can I see your map? Map? Is it in the bracers? Yeah. Okay. Sina will uh, squat down and like pull out the bracers and pull up the map. And uh, she she looks at it for about two seconds and goes, "Oh, I know exactly where we are." Perfect place for us to stay. And why is that? I have a friend who owes me a favor. Huh. Friends are good. Favors are better. 
Maybe and yes. <laughs> Lead the way, cat girl. Okay, butterfly boy. I'm glad you noticed. <laughs> and she uh, says, I wouldn't eat there, though. And she just starts walking backwards and talking to you guys. Um, you notice that she is particularly deft. And she is not paying attention to anyone behind her, but she does not bump into anyone as she's walking. Um, she just almost instinctively seems to be moving one way or the other to just barely brush by people. And after a few minutes, she, uh, she stops and says, and here we are. And she gestures to just a stairwell going up into a building. <coughs> All right, well, who are we here to meet? Oh, that's not the important bit. Actually, I should probably go make sure he knows we're here. Oh, all right. Uh, excuse me, just a minute. Oh, can I tell, like, is she lying, or...? So, that's kind of funny about her, is you're not getting much of a reading off of her. Hmm. So far, you haven't seen her lie, but for the most part... She just sort of has this neutral aura about her. Hmm. She goes up the stairs. Minute, two minutes, five minutes. And then you hear this horrendous commotion. And there's a crash up above you. And then a body just comes flying out the window of maybe the third story and lands in front of you. Is it a familiar looking body? Uh, it's a uh, an elf, and peering out of a broken window is Cree going, Love you too. <laughs> Thanks. Galdrin uh, will kneel down and check the check to see if he's alive. Yeah, he's alive. Oh, you'll be fine. Pat, pat. You have odd friends. I'm, Stiana says to the body that just came out the window. Uh, just... You just hear him go, oh. Could you do him a favor and carry him back up? Are you want him back up? No, he's fine. How about we ask him, do you want to ride back up? He goes, I'm fine. <laughs> Are you right. sure? Is she up there? Yes. yes. I'm fine. All right. No he just lays his head down in the dirt. Okay. Up we go. Yep. Start flying up the stairs. So you, you go in and up, and before long you start hearing this uh, very low and slow drum beat and uh, bass line, basically. Um, you find yourself in an empty club that is lit by um, these blue lanterns on the wall, so it's very, very dim. And Cree is sitting on the bar uh, on the second story, and the club is on the first story. Um, and she has got her cigar in her mouth. He was reluctant to pay me back. Well, uh, did you get your favor? You know, we have use of the place for the night-ish. Well, I figure it'll be a while before security gets back out here. Oh, right. Well, what are we going to do, then? 
I don't know, that was the question out there, but now at least you asked the question here. We have music and drinks. <laughs> yes. What what was that about not recommending that we eat here? Um, yeah. She uh points and says, I wouldn't consume anything here that's not inside a bottle. Very nourishing. I mean, I guess this is good, and she holds up, uh, we'll say, some citrus for drinks. Yeah, you could probably eat that. All right. Galadrin will just take, like, the equivalent of an orange. Yeah. So you you get an orange. uh, She cuts it, hands it to you. There you go. So, what's the plan? Galadrin is, is, did she cut me, like, a whole slice of orange? She she basically like extends four claws and just takes the orange and goes shriek and, and cuts it into chunks. Uh, Galadriel looks up at her and he, he is like make like she catches him while he is making like the orange teeth face <laughs> as as he coming over and like holds up a finger. And, <laughs> um, well, that's a very good question. I don't have a plan right now. I was hoping to try to make contacts with people that actually knew my father and perhaps might be able to tell me, help me find out uh, who's been assuming his role all this time. Okay, then do that. That no. seems like a plan. Uh, House Tabakunan, he, he was apparently very close with the, with it, with uh, its head, but like you said, he's not here right now. So... I mean, yeah, but... His wife, maybe. Yeah, probably. So what I'm thinking is I go and introduce myself. I mean, tell, announce myself as the long-lost son of Lord Lunar Storm and coming to pay my respects. Uh, perhaps asking for their assistance. Explaining the situation to them. That sounds like a plan to me. What about you? Do I know anything about his his father's relationship with with that the, family in particular? Yes. No. Do I know anything about his father's relationship with that family in particular? You know about his business relationships. Okay. Which, I mean, pick an industry, and they probably cross over at some point. Yeah. Um. Uh. Would anything that I know from his business relationships seem to point in that there would be more relationship, like, uh, off the books or um, Uh, something relating to his parentage? Probably not off the top of your head. Okay. Um, Lord Lunarstorm probably was pretty public... And tactical about disclosing his relationships mm-hmm. um, in that regard. So, you know, you knew all of the public aspects of it. Mm-hmm. And that probably really didn't differ uh, because if someone found out they had additional business dealings, it would be bad news for everyone involved. Wait. You, you both, Jola, uh, Riss, you both actually worked with my father. Did you ever see him directly? Yes. Yeah. How long ago? How recently? I would assume fairly recently. 
Riz. Uh, Jola probably saw him a month or two ago. Uh, Riz probably sees him at least once a week, if not more. Yeah. Even if it's just in passing. So, did he look something like me? Looked like the automaton that he found, right? Uh, they didn't see that, but... Yeah, uh, I mean... Kree goes, is that what you recorded? Yes. And she boops the stone in just the right way, and it starts projecting images onto the bar. One of which, it, it's a little grainy, but is a fairly accurate recreation of the scene and your father's body. And that looks like him. Yes. Yes, that's him. Oh, he's very dead. I mean, no offense. No, he's been dead since before I was born, apparently. And uh, the man that you two have been working with is... We three. Oh, yes, you've been... Well, how long have you been looking for me? Is it six weeks or six months? No, it's you'd only been looking for him for a couple of weeks. Okay. Uh, but you had been working with his father for since your creation. Yeah. So, so I think this is someone has been taking the place of my father, someone very convincing. And now they've either eliminated themselves or they've somehow kept the actual scene of the crime in such perfect condition through some sort of magical stasis. I, I, I can't say for sure. Uh, but I think the beast, some sort of beast must have come into there. I took some pictures of the window where it seems to have come in. Uh, so there's some scorch marks, so perhaps some sort of fire-breathing monster. Cree, uh, you know, like clicks the images to what you're talking about. And at one point she holds the stone up so that it's projecting on the wall and goes, uh, here, hold this, and hands it to Sina. And she's like, nope, wait, a little higher, a little higher. High. Wait, no, that's too high. Hold on, right, right there. And she walks up, and Galdrian, who was there, realizes it's pretty much in, in actu scale. actual scale. And she just Cree takes her hand and, like, puts it over one of those those wounds or one of those uh, claw marks in the wall and like puts her whole arm in it effectively and goes, Oh, that's, that's big. I would think dragon at least. I mean, I've never seen one, but I've, uh, I've been inside of one. <laughs> We're not that kind of magazine. Belgium. No, no, no. In, in its guts. Oh, oh my! Killing it. <laughs> I, I don't think you're helping. Yeah, I don't think you're making it better. <laughs> I opened up its chest cavity, and together with my not girlfriend, and murdered the shit out of it. So what I'm hearing is that the heir to the lunar storm uh, fortunes is not single. And she pulls out a notepad and starts writing in it. Oh, I thought you were it's, going to go with the heir of the... Or not heir of the Lunar Storm Fortunes murdered a sentient being with his not-girlfriend. Oh, I was going to say had a threesome with a... 
Well, I hear a sentient being I, I hear and a not girlfriend. I hear it's okay if it's in a three. <coughs> oh, then I'm I'm good. This is Hykoja. We don't care how many sons you have. Case in point. I mean, so the question becomes then: Who would have access to a dragon? I mean, aside from you know dragons, right? Right. <laughs> but they don't really operate here. They they would get shot down. I think. Pretty sure. There's a lot you don't know, is there? Listen, I'm 14. I've... What is that in cat years? Uh, probably about 10. Blink, blink. You know, if Diana <laughs> had been holding this crystal up at a certain angle, she'd be plucking a cigar from this kid. Um, what was that bit about you being, uh, having lived long enough? When I told you that those would kill you, and he points to the cigar. No, I said I spontaneously regenerate tissue. Hmm. All right. Well, let's let's uh, see who might have access to a dragon then. Uh, so would I have dealt with dragons trying to free people from? I mean, you dragons routinely send envoys here to sell slaves. Uh, in fact, there's a great commodity market for uh, dwarves because dragons literally carve dwarves out of rock and breathe life into them. And then if they fulfill their purpose or can't fulfill their purpose, they just sell them. Literally cost them nothing but time. And they have plenty of time because they're immortal. So it's safe to say that I would have helped a few dwarves. Probably, probably. yeah. So... I'm sure I have pissed off a few dragons in my time. Not not that uh, same. I would... How? You know how humiliating it is for a dragon to be caught at a human brothel? I mean, that's true. Yes, I do. Fair I, I'm just saying. Fair she, she points at the recording stone and says, shows true forms and all. True. true. She holds it up and, like, eyeballs you. And holds the recording stone up to Jola and then casts the, the image on the ground and it looks like Jola. Holds it up to Galdrian. Ground, Sina, Riss. Huh. Close enough. So can I see that? Why? Because I want to flip through the pictures myself. Sure. I mean, I've seen dragon damage before. Sure. Here you go. She hands you the stone. I'm going to put it on her and then put it on the floor. Mm-hmm. What's her true form? Make me a... Uh, <laughs> give me a skill check in regards to operating magical stuff that you don't know. Mm-hmm. So I still get my plus two. Nope, it does not affect me. Damn. Womp womp. Nope. I know nothing. I got three. Yep, so you you hold it up, fiddle with it a little bit, and then hold it down to the ground, and there's just this really fuzzy, blurry image of everybody. And she so has... can show, somebody show me how to get to the pictures? Oh, yeah, it's real simple. You just put your hand like this and like this, uh-huh. and then you think about which photo you would like to go to. What if I don't remember some of them? Can't I just scroll through them? Oh, yeah, that'd be really convenient. Maybe on the next generation. 
but otherwise I have to think of the photo. Oh my god, well, let's see if could... I remember. I suppose you could think next, maybe. I mean, it's not going to like let you just keep... I don't know. Just don't break it. What do you want to see? I'll show you. How about that? And she grabs it from you. <clears throat> she she takes the... Oh, not that one. <laughs> yeah. Oops. No, she takes it and goes, for your own edification. And she, you know, holds it up for herself and then projects it onto the floor. And there is uh, kind of a, a terrifying... Um, cat monstrosity that's standing on on two legs with big fangs and and you know bloody claws. Just I don't really like to talk about it much, but thanks for making me self conscious. Yeah, I've uh, I've I uh, knew a were badger, so oh, from the swamps, huh? Yes, blood bayou. Oh, yeah, I've heard stories. So back to the pictures. Can I still see the picture with the oh. dragon claw? Yeah, there you go. She, you know, flips through. There it is. Thank you. Sayana so will reach out and like gently pet her on the head while she's doing the self-conscious bit. Yeah, her her ears twitch a little bit, and she's like up a little lower, a little lower. Uh, scritch, uh, scritch, scritch, uh, scritch. Uh, right there. Ah. <laughs> I mean, no. No, no, no self-respecting. It's just like any other real cat. Like, oh, I'm liking it. No, I hate it. Oh, but I'm liking it. No, fuck you. Uh, that's enough. That's enough. I love you. <laughs> but yes, she shows you that, that picture again. So do I notice anything weird in the pictures? I mean, it... Anything off? It looks like, you know, utter devastation. And it, I looks, mean, it looks like something basically broken a window, like forced itself in. So there's a huge just chunk missing out of the wall and then took two clawed hands, wrapped them around and then pulled its head in. And then there's scorch marks around the edge of the the thing. And I'm assuming I've been in this office before having dealt no. dealings with him. No, no. Galdrin and Sina are the only two who have been in this office. Right. Then, let's see. Briss, uh, would you happen to know how I could get a hold of House Tabacunon? Um, yeah, there's some channels that we may be able to tap, but I don't know how close they are. What exactly is it you're wanting to do? I would like a meeting with the matriarch. Uh, with... I, I don't know that my contacts would go that high. You could You could probably talk to... Uh, Sayloth's best deal. And um, get but, something. But I know somebody who might be able to make a deal. Alright, that'd be great. Uh, I I can't bank on my past experiences with them because who knows what's different now. But I may be able to bank on my father's friendship with, Le with Leonire. And, uh, and perhaps they can be of assistance, assuming... They're not somehow involved. I'd like to think they're not, but I can't assume anything at this point. I think that's a fantastic idea. Well, I think it's an idea. But I think we need to get some sleep first. It's mm -hmm. been a long, trying day. 
since yesterday was at a whorehouse, and I didn't quite, I mean, I don't know what we're talking about. Sorry. I mean, we didn't exactly get the most rest there. You may not have gotten the most rest there. Pre says, uh, yeah, why don't, uh, why don't someone go pick us up some dinner? Um, I'll, I'll go. Oh, thank God. I'll, uh, you know, I'll keep watch if you guys want to rest. Be sure you bring back all the food. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a reference to, uh, to something players said. Maybe I'll bring myself a jacket. <laughs> so, you uh, you head out. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're not. A <laughs> little bit, little bit. So, so for the edification of our listeners, immortalize uh, uh, it. Yes. Uh, Ray was kindly picking us up dinner that we all ordered, and uh, and a few things were left at the restaurant, and that and. You mean everything that wasn't Ray's order? Oh, yes. That, okay. That, everything that wasn't... To be fair, she didn't realize she was picking up. Oh, I know. Yeah, she asked, are you sure you don't want me to go pick it up? And then um, Mike, who was going to go pick it up, changed his mind and said, yeah, go pick it up. Yeah, sure. And she didn't hear him on her way out the door. So Ray comes back with food for Ray. And we're all like sitting there like, oh, good, Ray's back. And then... She's like, did I beat Mike? And Mike's yes. like... Yes, you did. <laughs> Anyway, that was great. So, <laughs> uh, pretty much, at uh, you're able to find a street food vendor on every corner, uh, and you get a selection of of local delicacies. Um, there seems to be this; it's some kind of cured meat inside dough that's fried and then battered in uh, like this spicy honey. That seems to be like a really popular food cart item. Remember, guys, he's going to have to make this later. <laughs> I'll make you later. So is there any type of goulash or goop or oysters uh, or we have something poop. like that that uh, looks gross that everybody's like, it's an acquired taste. Um, yeah. I'm going to get some for Reese. You can probably, <laughs> you can probably uh, actually find... Um, we'll say it's some kind Maybe of... Maybe a rat burger? It's honestly probably some kind of gigantic desert snail that's cooked in its oh, shell. Oh, yeah, let's get that. Um, With a drowned in butter? No, <laughs> no, it's it's honestly more likely drowned in like some kind of curry. So they just flip this thing upside down and then just pour curry into the shell and then cook it. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's probably about the size of Jola's head. So you have to get a, a tote bag to carry it. Uh, but she comes in and Cree immediately just like grabs two or three of those those uh, uh, little paper wrapped packets from you and just Hungry? <laughs> Spontaneous regeneration burns a lot of calories. Uh, well, Reese might share his with you. Ooh, what did Reese get? Yes, what did I get? Here you go. Just for you. Wow. <laughs> this is favorite. a delicacy. 
This is one of my favorites. Thank you. How did you know? Like, I despise you. So it's really kind of creepy that you know what my favorite... I have to come over here specifically to get it because I can't find it anywhere else. And then he'll start taking his shirt off and his winter clothes, gets down to his jimmies and just <laughs> dives right in. <laughs> While this is going on, uh, uh, Galdrian and, and Sienna are probably like over in, at one side of the club by themselves and uh, Galdrian's tuning his lute and he says, uh, so, uh, Sienna... Um, Yes, good one. I was curious, um, what are you going to do, you know, when we, when we get all of this resolved? To be honest, I don't know. Do you require a bodyguard? Uh, I probably do, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not about what I require. It's about what you want to do with yourself. You know, you're, you were quote-unquote created, but, you know, that, that doesn't have to define you, you know. You can, you can have goals of your own, dreams of your own, there's places in the world where I think it'd be real nice for you to go visit, but, you know, I, I like your company. You, you, you've been, you've been an awesome protector, and... You know, I, I, maybe it's because I never really got a chance to know my mother. Uh, she died when I was so young, but have that sort of you know, energy to you. You are a sweet one. And she's going to take scoop Galdrian up in a hug. Uh, uh, a gentle one. A, yeah, a firm, yeah, but gentle. He still wasn't expecting it. Like, I, uh, I, I, I'd like to... Uh, Write a song for you, if that's all right. I would be touched. I'll need a little bit of time to work on it, but... Uh, and in the meantime, while I'm working on that, I, I, I'd like you to think about what you want from life and what, what you would do if you had complete freedom. For you, I will think about it. Thank you. It, it may take a bit since uh, all I've known is working for your father. You know, and I've taken pride in doing my job. You know, there's only one other elemental that I ever got to know, and it wasn't even in, in this life, but he was he was a water elemental who who uh, broke out of his particular chains of servitude. Um, or at least he uh, he got out of Hycosia, I think. Um, he was, uh, he, he was an alchemist, but a very unique individual. And, you know, I, I'm sure he's out there somewhere, probably, uh, probably somewhere frozen right now. But uh, he was, you know, it, there's lots of people that I met that I miss either because they died or because... It was from another world, and I feel like my memory of them is the only thing that keeps them going. So that's why I want to make sure that everyone I care about, uh, I commit to song. 
That is very, very sweet of you. He smiles a little bit and he says, Well, let's go see what... Chaos is happening in the other room? Yes. I think I hear Reese uh, screaming (laughs) for joy, which is a very unusual thing. (laughs) Pap, pap. On your hair. (laughs) Yeah. Kree is stuffing food in her mouth. Uh, Reese is swimming and eating a giant snail. Swimming in the giant snail, eating it. Like you do. And now I'll have a place to sleep, too. <laughs> it smells like curry. And just flips so, the shell over. He's like, look at me, I'm, I'm a snail. I'm a hermit. Yeah. I get plus two to my AC now. <laughs> if you keep the shell. Yeah, uh, so this music that's been playing in the background, there is a stage, but there's no performers on the stage. And it just seems to be coming from those lanterns. Mm-hmm. We're about uh, to Scott Pilgrim it. We're about to Scott Pilgrim it. Uh, at, at one point, like, Cree has curled up on the bar. And she just, like, stomps her feet and starts muttering to herself. And just kicks open the door to a different room. And you hear her banging around and ripping stuff up. <laughs> until just there's this screech and the music stops. And she comes back out and says, well... I'm up, so I'm going to keep watch. Uh, Was that strictly necessary? Listen, when your hearing is as sensitive as mine, it gets a little annoying. Hmm. So I'm just going to go, and she, like, perches herself um, on the window that a man got thrown through. And she's like, I'm just going to sit on this sign out here and... And, uh... Keep an eye out uh, if you guys want to get some sleep. You say that, and Riz is already like in a food coma, <laughs> passed out, snoring little snores. That snail is probably as big as you are. <laughs> so, uh, Sina, um, Riz, and Jola, give me a good old perception check. Galdrian falls asleep. You don't get a choice, you fall asleep. <laughs> he's, had a pretty, he's had a pretty busy day. Jola? I had a 10. Riz? That's a three. The protector probably. Or... 22! Okay. Uh, in the middle of the night, we'll say that Sina wakes up. Her, um, her senses have been honed, uh, you know, as far as hunting and protecting goes. Mm-hmm. Um, you hear voices. Uh, coming from one of the, uh, there's a story above this one. Mm-hmm. You hear voices coming from up there. And one of them is Cree, and she's talking to someone. I am going to go sneak up, up and eavesdrop. Yeah. Dropping them eaves. Give me, a, give me a good old sneak check. You're a hunter. You probably have to be sneaky for that, despite being nine feet tall. Uh, I got tracker. She gets down on all sixes and... Spider climbs. Yeah, spider climbs. Jean. I'm going to use tracker on that since, you know, got to be stealthy. Uh, for mm. 19. For 19. Wait, no. 19. 23. 23? Yeah. Okay. Because it's 5 for tracker, 14 on the die, 4 for level. So you go through the back room, and there's a room that Cree has utterly destroyed. 
uh, and pulled some fixtures off of walls and ripped desks apart uh, in her hunt for getting the music to stop. Um, and her voice is coming from basically a room over and a floor up. Um, and when you get to the next room, there's a set of stairs. Climb the stairs and you can hear her talking. Um, and she's talking about Galdrian. Um, he's, His nose is twitching. And Galdrian's like, why are my ears burning? Uh, she says, uh, he's doing okay. He's uh, a little dim-witted, I think. Uh, and then you hear another voice say something to her, but you can't quite make it out. And she says, well, I know, but we're supposed to keep them apart and keep him in trouble. Uh, so I guess he, we're hitting the marks with that one. I'm not having to do much to keep pushing him into danger. And then the other voice says something. And she says, oh, really? You think? Huh. I don't know. I don't think the big one's that sneaky. <laughs> the other voice says something. And, uh, Sina, you feel this tap on your, your waist from behind you. Mm -hmm. And when you look down, Cree is standing there. And she just puts a hand on your stomach and just lifts you up and slams you into a wall. And when she does so, her arm from where she's grabbing you all the way up to her shoulder mm -hmm. uh, becomes bronze and scaly. And she looks at you and says, I was right. You're not as sneaky as I pegged you to be. And she just pulls you in really close and says, you're not going to say a fucking word to anybody about what you heard or I'm going to eat you. And then she drops you and pats you on the stomach and goes, good talk. And then walks away. And Sayana will call out as she's walking away. If you hurt him, I'm not going to care how big your teeth are. She uh, just kind of like gives you the wave, walks down the stairs. And uh, that's where we'll leave off, I think. I'd like to see her eat her, because then forearms just choke the uvula. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I won't go down. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. Don't I forget this encounter after it, after it happens? Nope. Hmm. Uh, so, you guys got anything? Questions. <laughs> so many questions. So do I. Trauma. <laughs> well, you're not special. Because <clears throat> jacket. Oh, green, wait, wait. I got green fuzzy stuff on my toenail. We always knew you were a fun guy. I was waiting. If you didn't say it, I was <laughs> So speaking of fun guys, you know, we're fun guys. So find the place, do the things. You get mouse stuff. I don't actually have green fuzzy stuff on my toenail. It's okay. My feet picks are safe. Yes, uh, feetpicks.averageadventuringparty.weebly.com. Uh, not not owned by us, nor nor a service we provide. But so you guys don't have anything. 
That's our next tier. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll, picks? <laughs> we'll, we'll maybe answer some questions next time. Uh, so having said that. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Thanks for joining us and uh, we'll see you all next time.